What's up, Viva fam? It's your girl, Ash Tone, and you are listening to the Viva Life podcast. And this is the only place you can just chill, have a good time, and chill and have a good time. Hopefully, you got your snacks all lined up because we have a pretty interesting episode ready. Let's go on a quick commercial break like we always do and come back and get into it. Welcome back from Commercial Break, Viva Fam. It's Ash Tone. You're listening to the Viva the Life podcast. And uh, once again, it's another day, another damn dollar. I woke up this morning and I felt really like self-carry. Maybe it was because it was the full moon. By the way, that's why we didn't have an episode yesterday. I know we have episodes released every Sunday, but um, yesterday was Luna's Day. It was the full moon in Leo. Speaking of Leo, we're going to talk about Chris Brown today. Chris Brown is the episode. I know, where are you getting Leo and Chris Brown from? We'll get into it later. But yeah, I just want to throw that in there since I brought up Leo. This is a Chris Brown episode. Um, But yeah, yesterday was Luna's Day. So, you know, full moon in Leo. And I'm going to do my rituals. I'm going to do my honoring. I'm going to talk to my gods. I'm going to do my shit. And then come today. So that could have been why, like, I felt super in a self-care mood today. So I woke up, took a goddess bath, and did a face mask, which I'm still wearing the face mask, like, literally right now. It says I could take it off in, like, 20 to 30 minutes, which it's probably been 45 minutes now. But I wanted to get, like, deep up in there. So I'm going to leave it on until the last possible moment i remember once i used to be like a nair girl because i hate shaving i hate shaving so much i just don't like it i think i've waxed like maybe once or twice in my life otherwise i was a nair girl so like once i put on nair on my legs completely forgot about it like to wear the white just like was absorbed into my skin like that's a part of why I forgot to and then okay so you know how like I don't know if you know but like if you leave Nair on sorry the puppies back there are wild today they've been wild like they need to start going the fuck outside not being up in here but anyways um usually nair starts to burn if it's too long or get tingly or burn so like yeah like my legs are all super itchy but burny burny itchy sensation and then i realized oh shit i had nair as i'm like rinsing my legs off in the bathtub i realized that it ate a sore into my leg like the nair ate into my leg till it left an open sore and that was the last day i used nair which I'm kind of glad, I'm not glad that happened, let's be real, I'm not glad that happened, but that was good redirection for me, because I would literally put Nair on my coochie, like, on my coochie lips too, like, everything, like, I can't ruin something, like, shit is indestructible, so kind of glad that 
you know that situation made me move away from there what i'm saying is i have a tendency to leave things on way too long just like if i leave cum on me too long i break out (laughs) that may or may not be true it was just hilarious to say so self-care face mask goddess bath did all that this morning still wearing it i'm just gonna tear it off later maybe after i'm done podcasting or maybe in between a commercial break and that's kind of like how i started my morning i was supposed to call my doctor's office to get some papers but i just really hate talking to people like that like and i've worked customer service before like like when they call like what do you call it basically customer service you know they inbound calls you just take inbound calls so i've worked it and on that end i always had anxiety answering the calls to see like what people needed but on this end as a customer i have anxiety calling just because it's never smooth like i always have to repeat myself because they don't understand what i'm talking about the first time and then they for some reason they always have some type of information that isn't really right and then i have to like redirect them to like understand where i'm coming from and what i'm saying so they can do what i need instead of like basically trying to get out of doing something because it just sounds way too difficult for them to do it's just always an issue when i call for customer service so i'm dreading it i called and then it was like oh you're eighth in eighth in line i'm like dude i literally called 30 minutes after they opened so i'm like fuck that i'm gonna go podcast and i'll call back later and mind you i've been dreading this since friday so i'm just gonna let this loom over me until the podcast is done and then do it later by the way there should be a much simpler method for getting your immunization records like maybe they should let the irs hold them so we can easily access them online or something because trying to get immunization records is like impossible impossible especially if you lose them and i've lost every immunization record i've ever had smoking a cigar i don't know if i said that already i feel like such a boss today like so like i feel refreshed and clean i uh didn't even towel dry i air dried so like did my goddess bath and just sat in a chair in front of the heater and just let nature dry me off i love that type of drying and smoking a cigar with a face mask feeling important as hell i told you i feel like a boss feel like a boss today Not to mention yesterday was a full moon. It's just a great day. So Chris Brown. The reason why I brought him up is because based on a little bit of my research, he is a Leo rising, Taurus sun, and Taurus moon. Who else is a Taurus sun and Taurus moon? Tauruses are the badasses um of the zodiac i feel like they're the outright badasses um they oppose scorpio so you know they gonna have some uh 
some bad in them. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if you want to know the astrology breakdown, they say that Taurus sun, Taurus moon people are logical, practical, stubborn, and realists. They make thoughtful decisions and are very strong-willed and don't give in easily, which is going to tie into what we're going to talk about more with him later. But he was literally created perfectly for his destiny in life. That's all I'm going to say like right now and tying it all with Zodiac stuff. Also, Tauruses can sing. I think Adele is a Taurus as well. Like Kate Camp is a Taurus. A lot of Tauruses got vocal cords. So that's another thing that's... Chris Brown. It's kind of hard to smoke and talk at the same time. I'd be wanting to like... Wit... How do you say? Oh, well. I forgot to say it. It's like a phrase for smoking a cigarette. It's like... uh, Something to drag... Ah, well, let me not let that disturb the podcast. Anyway, I don't know. Like that phrase is really kind of sticking to me. Let me, let me, oh, well, let's just keep moving forward. Well, guys, I indeed did pause the podcast to go figure out what that phrase is. I still don't know what it is, but I want to call it spiffing a drag, which is basically smoking a cigar or smoking a ciggy. So that's basically all that to say spiffing a drag. I can't spiff a drag that easily while hosting because it leaves like a pause. Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Let's stay focused. Um, is his name Christopher Maurice Brown? I don't really know where to start off with this. Like, I know what I want to talk about, but like, do you guys want to know his history? Do you guys not know who Chris Brown is? Like, like, do we not know? He's 33. Oh shit. He's 33. What year was this guy born in? I don't know why. I thought he was... Oh, 89. Oh, so he's two years older than me. All right. I was to say, I don't know why I thought he was so much older than me, but he's actually not that much older. So, originally from Virginia. By the way, when he first came out, he had... Uh, he came out with his self-titled album, Chris Brown I'm gonna talk about that one because he did I guess he did have mixtapes he used to put out and not mixtapes but supposedly I read or heard in this interview that he used to pat like he passed out his mixtape or his single or whatever to people at school I'm not talking about that because I don't even know that song I'm talking about the one that came out with Chris Brown on the cover and the name of it was Chris Brown he had yo on it he had run it popping Ugh, I'm trying to just think that that album was a classic. Let me put this cigar up because now I'm getting into this. So when that album came out, I fell hard, hard. I fell hard um, for a couple of reasons. One, the music is 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 great. It's great. There's nothing we can talk about. By the way, that first his first album came out, I think, in 05 um, through Jive Records. 
and it has it has bangers popping say goodbye give me that yo run it like mm, just bomb just bomb especially say goodbye i used to cry watching that music video just cry um run it was the least of my favorite i actually didn't like run it at all um kind of still not my favorite song not because it's terrible it's just like you know when you've heard a song way too much and you've just like are perfectly happy never hearing it again that's where i am with run it um i was watching the big interview with chris brown and big boy it came out last year into last year i think and um Big Boy said that Yo was his favorite Chris Brown song of all time. And I'm like, if yours, I mean, yes, Yo is a good song. Yo is a good song. Excuse me, miss. But if that was back in 2005, we're in 2023 now. So if Yo is still your favorite song, that just means you haven't listened to it anything chris brown since 2005 because there are so many releases that has happened since yo that are arguably better or more entertaining not that anything is wrong with yo yo is a masterpiece in itself it's just so much more chris brown music like that's literally the second song i think released like how is the second song still your favorite after everything he's released i don't know We'll get into that big boy interview too because i have some things i want to talk about but um yeah his first album was bomb so around that time of course every girl what is this i was like 14 when this album came out in 05 i was 14. so yeah every young child <laughs> 14 15 16 every girl loved chris brown once he popped out with this album once this once this album was released and actually after run it was released but once the album came shit was hitting differently so me and my friend (laughs) at the time were like self-proclaimed chris brown stands the biggest the biggest and uh we took it upon ourselves to call him why i think i've told this story before if you've heard it before saying sit tight it's not gonna last long so we went to the phone book not the phone book we called 411 you know when you could call 411 and get people's phone numbers that way so we called 411 and we knew that either the phone bill <laughs> the phone number chris brown's would either be in his mom's name or his dad's name and we we fbi's that shit and found out both of his parents' full name and uh we called (laughs) we had a whole strategy it was like a whole strategy we knew that he was somewhere in virginia still because it was really early it was really early in the career so but also whatever so i called first with one of the names and 411 transferred me over it wasn't the right one and then my friend called right back with the other name 411 called put us through what we're ringing now my chest is just beating out of its heart no my heart is beating out of my chest because like the phone's ringing 
and apparently me and my friend are thinking we got chris brown's number we are about to talk to him over the phone why do fans do that you know i've been a fan before i've been a huge fan you know huge fan i've been a fan so i know how how fans work but i just don't get how fans work if that makes any sense like why what one what makes you think you're gonna talk to him over the phone one two what are you gonna talk about like you're just gonna call him randomly and say hello (laughs) i'm a fan let's talk like what the fuck what type of i like that's why i say fan behavior is weird because they just do not think rationally about nothing so the phone rings and then we get the we're sorry basically they blocked the phone whoever it was because it probably also could wasn't his residence it could have also been the case but whatever the case is that number um like took themselves off of like information so that you can't look them up so it don't go through so after we got that little after ringing we hung up and we knew it was the best plan which i'm glad that was like one of the best things that could have happened to me especially now because like back then i was not trying to be in like have a career in like media and entertainment and stuff like that but now can you imagine if that would have worked do you think he would have forgotten you think he would have forgotten the freaks that called him at his house like no he wouldn't have forgotten that granted i could have had plausible deniability but no like i'm kind of glad that didn't work out i am ripping off the face mask right now Ah! and some of my edges too so moving on then he came out with the next album exclusive and exclusive came out when did exclusive come out in 07 another banger like another banger by then i was no longer a fan or was i let me look at that i forget what songs are on the album okay so we have wall to wall kiss kiss with you take you down and then superhuman and forever was on the re-release the forever edition so yeah these songs were bomb as fuck wall to wall is like run it to me it's just kind of like so repetitive that i'm just like okay never hearing it again um then you have with you you have take you down awesome amazing nothing else to really be said or complain it was just a really good body of work um ugh. So let's go on a quick commercial break and then we can get into the scandals. Hey there, Viva fam. I just want to interrupt you guys again to shout out another sponsor for this episode. It's Echo Youth, E K O 
Y-O-U-T-H. Follow them on Instagram. And it's a podcast electronic store. That's right. You can use my code ASHTONE, A-S-H-T-O-N-E-E, to save you some money off of your purchases, whether you are just now starting a podcast or you've already had a podcast. Like equipment is forever. You can always upgrade your equipment. So check out E-K-O, Y-O-U-T-H, Echo Youth. Another thing I forgot to tell you is that it also gives back to the indigenous community. You know, I always talk about natives a lot in my podcast episode. So why not partner with a podcast electronic store that also gives back to that community? Um, Once again, don't forget to use my code A-S-H-T-O-N-E-E to save you some money off. Thanks, Viva fam. Welcome, 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 welcome. You're listening to the Viva Life Podcast, hosted by I, moi, Ash Tone. I relit my cigar. It's been quite a a long commercial break for me, like over an hour (laughs) commercial break. But anyways, Chris Brown and Scandal. So like the latest Scandal, and by the way, when before I get into these Scandals, can can we just like put a little bit of respect on this guy's name? Can we can we put some respect on Chris Brown's name? Because I'm sick of people, mostly the media, trying to like come at this man and treat this man as if he ain't shit. when this guy was Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber was Justin Bieber. So I'm like, I feel like we, uh, what do you call, um, what do you call? Oof. Oh, uh, what's that? Aaron Carter. I feel like we're Aaron Cartering Chris Brown. Like how, like, and the reason why I say that is because I saw this interview and Aaron Carter was like in tears on an interview saying that like he gave his whole childhood up and they turned on him, meaning his fans, the people, the media. And I feel like we're doing the same thing with Chris Brown. Like he pretty much, it was his teen years, maybe not his childhood, but he gave up his whole teen years to entertain us just for everyone to shit on him. Like, do you know how much money he's made? Good Morning America. He's made different news outlets just being a topic of discussion. TMZ. He should send them a, a bill for as much money as they made off his name. Just for, in this day and age, for everyone to to treat him that way like look look at look at listen to these listen to these headlines over what he's over the whole robert glasper situation because i guess okay so robert glasper won uh for a grammy for best r&b or whatever one i don't know robert glasper either the only robert i know is robert kelly so and then okay so i was on shade room when i saw that and um Everyone all of a sudden knows who Robert Glasper is. Like, I hate you niggas so much. I hate y'all that y'all would rather Google search and do an in-depth research on Robert Glasper than just admit that Chris Brown has a point that they gave the Grammy to a nobody versus him who's been in the game, who's solidified, has great bodies of work, is the king of R&B right now. 
like what and then too if you i didn't see the story i wasn't online then um and then when i did see it was a made a big deal i guess chris deleted it because i now follow chris i barely followed him yesterday but i now follow him and um i didn't see anything there so that's another thing like you can clearly see he's joking a little salty but joking he's not like like especially when you saw the harmonica like he's just being silly like the guy is a big kid a silly kid and 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 i also blame the media for that we'll get into that though and so then okay if you look at the articles chris brown mocks grammy winner after defeat that's what tmz reported jezebel chris brown melted down online over losing a grammy this is page six chris brown throws temper tantrum after grammy 2023 loss billboard chris brown taunts robert glasper after losing best r&b album granny grammy yahoo news chris brown cries foul this is robert glasper after losing best r&b album at 2023 grammys to him marca m-a-r-c-a sore loser chris brown disrespects robert glasper can we stop pretending we know who robert glasper is i didn't know i've never heard that name until chris brown brought it up i didn't even know he won the grammy the only airtime i got that robert glasper is a human being is out of chris's mouth or on his story insider says chris brown questions who robert glasper is after losing grammy it's like why are they so mean to him why are they so mean the media is so mean they are so mean and this isn't even really a scandal it's like look if i'm in a competition and i do a really good job and i'm expecting to win especially when i look at my compadres if i don't win i'm gonna be upset especially if i don't win to someone that no one knows let's not pretend like we know who robert glasper is please robert glasper if you listen to this or if someone sends you this there's no shade i just don't know you and that's it so yeah should chris brown have won the grammy i don't know um and it's simply because i barely knew the breezy album was out yesterday i'm telling you all this stuff spiraled and for chris brown yesterday like the past two days i've been watching old interviews yesterday was chris brown day i finally got to like look at his old shit and watch his big biggie interview big boy i mean not biggie big boy interview and that's when he was promoing the release of breezy and of course i'm still like what seven months late six months late i didn't know it was out i didn't know it was out but that's all another thing with the media like that's the media's job to let us know when things are out and i feel like no one really said anything usually like ice spice when ice spice dropped we knew it was everywhere when drake dropped we knew it was everywhere like not only did the artists say it out of their mouth but the media was spreading the word so when breezy dropped i didn't even know it dropped i didn't even know it dropped till yesterday so does it 
deserve a Grammy. I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will listen to it. And I'll probably even do a breezy listening party, kind of like I did with Drake's album. So we can all listen to it and we can dissect for ourselves what he should have got. He even dropped some Christmas music. Um, the one song that I did here was um, on Breezy was the one with Fabio. 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 Um, I like it. I like drill beats, so him singing to a drill beat is cool. Catch a body, C-A-B. Should I sample some of it? I took a really cute photo at home. We'll sample some of it um, as soon as the commercial's over. Um, I love this song. Someone commented, singing on a drill beat is insane. I don't care if someone already did it. Chris Brown did it better. I agree. I agree. Just a little sample. CAB, catch a body. Audio. It's a good song. It's a good song. I listened to it last night before I went to sleep, and I'm like, it's a good song. Um, another song that's on here, let me, I'm on his YouTube because I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not tripping. What album is the song Iffy on? I didn't know that Iffy is new, like about a year old. I did not know that. It came out in January of last year. Where, where was the memo? The only reason I know about Iffy is because, like I said, I listen to Chris Brown Radio on Pandora and it, they play it every 12 songs they're playing iffy so when they played when they played it i just i for some reason thought i knew the song already like i thought i heard it before i thought it was like a song from like 2016 like six maybe six years ago seven years ago like i thought it was an old song like that came around the time of like party tempo something around that era but no it came out last year and i'm like wow this is a new this is new. The media is really doing Chris Brown a disservice. Other scandals, because this one isn't really a scandal. It's just something that the media is picking up. Like they like to bully Chris Brown. So let's go back to that Taurus, because I guess now I'm going to. Um... All right, let me not jump around so, so much. Let me finish this out. Um. In 2017, there is another scandal when everyone's talking about him being on drugs, his drug addiction. Is he on drugs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's two ways I think about it. I think about with all the stuff he goes through, you know, with his career and the media, especially bullying him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on drugs. I wouldn't be because that's pretty hard dude like imagine your worst mistakes except instead of just being able to move past them or just get go like not hang around the people that keep bringing it up it's always there and the world saw i don't know if i could live through that i mean i know i could live through it but emotionally i would be a wreck i would go through a huge depression breakdown type of thing 
So if he is on drugs, if he is battling a heavy drug addiction, if, 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 I don't blame him. I don't blame him. But then there's another thing that, I don't know, someone with that type of survival skills, same thing, you know, being publicly humiliated all the time and criticized and judged someone that is strong enough to bear that I don't think is stupid enough to be a crackhead you know what I mean like a drug addict drug addicts are in a different lane I just can't see him being an an active drug addict with those qualities of a survivor but if he is he's a survivor because of the media and I wouldn't blame him I don't blame him but according to Billboard he says I'm tired of reading about some shit as soon as I've got something popping soon as I want to promote a tour a party a fucking album anything y'all bring up something he also says my weed and my work that's all I need yeah weed is is cool in his work so that is like a scandal And then we have the main one. I think, uh, I don't remember what year that was. I'm doing my, my due diligence and my research. I guess I could research this stuff before I come on the podcast, but some of it is just like, I don't think to research it until I'm in the moment. And that's just because I want actual receipts as I'm repeating things. I don't like to repeat out of my ass. So that's why I like to see for sure. So, yeah, like, um, let's see. 2009. Yeah, that's what I was suspecting. 2009. The 2009 incident. Um, I'm thinking he was 19 either 19 or or 20 I'm not going to go into detail I'm not going to even really repeat what it was out of respect for him and her because um, I'm sure these people are so sick so sick of hearing about things from like 13 years ago I'll be damned if I'm still living in my trauma from 13 years ago. So we're not going to bring up the the incident. I'm sure if you were alive in 2009, you know, we all saw the news. Which, why was that even on the news? That's not, like, newsworthy. Ow! Material. Like, it really isn't. You know, I, I, I thought the news was for things that matter. That's more gossip, but whatever. What I do want to say about that scandal is now revisiting it, because, of course, I told you yesterday I was watching the interviews, all that shit, revisiting it now and realizing that he was only 19 when all that happened, maybe 20, maybe he turned 20, but 19. That's crazy. That's crazy. I was 17. So I was like 17 when this all happened a little older but not old enough to be accountable but the shit that I was doing at 17 hell let's say even 19 let's put me at his age I should like I should not be accountable for things that I've I mean yeah I should be held accountable 
because if you hurt somebody you're always held accountable my point is once those sins are pardoned once those sins are deaded like who are we to keep bringing it up who are we to keep bringing it up what i was getting at with his age is that he's 19 he's still a kid he's still a fucking kid i consider 20 year olds kids they're young adults we're not gonna give them that many passes but uh he wasn't even legally able to drink so why do we come at this kid and it was grown people people in their 30s they 20s they they 40s 50s 60s grown-ass people coming at this kid 19 year old so harshly so strongly you know as if as if as if Harvey Weinstein wasn't walking around raping women at that time. And you wonder, you someone might say, uh, Ashtone, what does that have to do with anything? It, it has a lot to do with anything. It has a lot to do with how society, Hollywood, likes to pick and choose when they want to be honorable. They pick and choose. You know, this kid, you wouldn't have fought this kid over fighting. Let's just call it fighting. Beating up somebody. You want to fault this kid, but you guys got grown ass, like, like grown ass, 30, 40 year old men in here raping women actively, raping children behind the scenes on set. Like you have these serious child crimes happening and crimes against women happening. But this is what you guys decide to, to cancel him for. And it's not like he has a history of this. You know, it's not like a a Robert Kelly situation where like, yeah, you've been violating women, bro. Like, even if you didn't do what they're accusing you of doing, you have been violating women. So and habitually, not just, oh, I did it once. I was a mistake. No, you constantly do that shit. Harvey Weinstein, Brandy Glansville. I'm gonna just throw in Naomi Campbell because she's supposedly a pimp or she helps get girls too. But, um, yeah, like, you guys are actively doing this. Like, like that's the thing. They prey on the fact that the commoners don't know what really goes on up in these circles. So when you blast, da-da-da-da-da, domestic violence, yeah, the commoners are going to be, like, outraged. But what the commoners don't know is this is a minor infraction according to what really be going down, the crimes that really go down towards women and children in that industry. And they picked and choose what they wanted to. It was some hate and ass energy. Somebody couldn't wait. They didn't like his success. They didn't like how he was how he was winning and glowing up. And they couldn't wait to rip that away from him. And I feel bad that he fell into it. Um, not necessarily with the violence, but um, just mentally. You could tell when somebody mentally gets insecure about something. I, I, I hate so much that he allowed that to to mentally fuck with him. Because if he would have just really looked at the people that were accusing him, he would have realized they ain't shit. You know, like if he ain't shit, they ain't bigger shit. They probably were shit. And that's kind of like how I feel about that situation, I think there's a lot of a lot of people that should have been called out around that same time if they were going to call him out for it but then you know he's like you know in that moment we didn't really know him I like we know him what 15 years later and which we can see that 
he's you know he everyone has their their faults but for the most part he's minding his business chilling doing nothing I don't know some women like to just hate him still I I gotta have a reason to hate you and I can't really judge people because I know my sins are probably worse than the average and that's kind of like what my opinions are what I was thinking about in regards to that scandal that specific scandal it when they when they when I rewatched all of the stuff from that moment and they were like 19 I was like damn this kid was 19 that's such a young age that's traumatizing for him you know like what the media did and how we as society went about it that's traumatizing that's traumatizing and I don't blame him for sticking into his little corner for being the way he is now I would be like fuck y'all too I would but luckily it didn't uh stop the music so let's get going down because like right after this this uh the scandal oh so because of that scandal that's why he was upset about the graffiti sales because um he um he um was basically accusing what walmart not walmart's only but like i think it was walmart they weren't stocking his shit they were they were basically just being shady to try not to let people buy him like they were what so after that he um i'm looking here on um wikipedia at his discography and they do not have the taiga album him the one with him and taiga oh it's under mixtapes so the fan of a fan that released in 2010 with taiga um i love that album i love that album and also i'm just gonna like step over to the side and just say huge thank you to taiga um for just like being a friend being cool being cool i i have so many favorite songs off that album um of course everybody knows that my favorite 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 one is uh damn i'm just looking for it i kind of feel like ayo was on that was it not on that one i feel like it was but i'm not seeing it listed here but that one's like my favorite favorite um then we have fame which fame did really well i think it did it was like i have a lot of favorite ones off of that album yeah three times look at me now she and you wet the bed really really good um what else then we have fortune which i know a couple of songs off fortune oh turn up the music sweet love till i die don't wake me up don't judge me of course don't wake me up is my ultimate favorite and then two years after that he came out with x we have fine china don't think they know love more loyal new flame all bangers all bangers um and then after x we have royalty that was around the time his daughter was born 
which that was a whole thing i was not really paying attention to chris brown in 20 like from 2015 to yesterday (laughs) i wasn't really paying attention to chris brown like not that i don't like him not that his music sucks i've just been doing other things but also between 2014 and 2018 i was just in my own zone worried about my own life so i did hear about the scandal with him karuchi rihanna and then all of a sudden he had a daughter by some guzman girl but outside of that i don't know anything else and i don't even feel like looking up the articles to like try to talk about it on this episode because it's really not important the singles from royalty were liquor zero back to sleep fine by me he has a lot of music dude and then we have heartbreak on a full moon oh that's the album with tempo on it okay tempo questions pills and automobiles privacy party grants grass ain't greener i think heartbreak on a full moon is the best one of his best bodies of work honestly one of his best bodies of work after that we have indigo right yeah indigo that came out undecided back to love wobble up no guidance and heat and then we have breezy the one that just came out in 2022 before that there was a slime nb i think is it what was that a mixtape yeah it was a mixtape with him and young thug uh go crazy we all know that song and then say you love me go crazy was like it it held us down through pandemic at least it held me down through pandemic so yeah iffy damn like that's crazy i did not know that iffy was off that album like i've been bumping iffy thinking it was old like it came out years ago and it's new so now i know there's two songs i like cab and iffy Um, Like I said, we're going to do a whole new episode um, for Spotify. And that's when we're going to just listen to Chris Brown's newest album, Breezy. And then we'll talk about if he deserved a Grammy or not. What do I think his best body of work is of all time? Um, Let me think about it. While I'm thinking about it, we'll go on a quick commercial break. what's up viva fam just wanted to quickly interrupt this episode to shout out the viva life podcast website which is only accessible through following me on instagram how secretive of me anyways follow me on instagram hit the link in the bio and then you will have complete access to the viva life podcast website you can watch blogs shop merch catch up on the latest episodes I don't want to take too much of your time because you're already listening to one of them now. But as soon as you're done listening to this, head over to the Viva the Life podcast website. You can access it only through the link in my bio on my Instagram. All right. Welcome back, Viva fam. (laughs) So... Um, I was going to tell you guys which is his best body of work to me when we got back. I think 
I think I'm going to take the next few days to just like listen to every Chris Brown song from through 2005, the first two album, to 2022. And I know I went over the albums, not mixtapes. I did bring up the Tyga one because that one is my favorite. I love that one. Young Thug is cool too. But Tyga is a great artist. I like Tyga's music. And him and Chris Brown together is a great vibe. And also, like, according, according, because I don't know, this is all allegedly. Allegedly, after that whole 2009 scandal, was that 2009? Yeah, 2009 scandal, uh, him and Tyga linked up. You know, Tyga being the good friend person that he is. They linked up, uh, Chris Brown healed a little bit, and they put out the bangas from that mixtape. Um, but he has other mixtapes. He drops a lot of music. I'm actually going to probably count how many songs he's released. But like one mixtape has like 34 songs and he does that frequently. So he has a lot of music, a lot of music. That's why it was so easy for me to think if he was already old, because there's so much Chris Brown music I have not even heard of yet. I'm, I'm always fascinated on YouTube when I'm just like looking for something to listen to, which Pandora should just make a Chris Bound station with only his songs. Like he has enough music to have his own Pandora station of only his songs, no other artists, his songs and his features, because I didn't even go through his features, but he has hella good features. Um, Speaking of which, uh, in this interview, he did an interview with Biggie and I couldn't tell, not Biggie. Why do I keep calling big boy Biggie? What the fuck? <sighs> he did an interview with big boy and I couldn't tell if big boy was like joking or not, but he kept like comparing his career to Chris Brown's and like Chris Brown would like laugh, you know, and be like kind about it. But in my head, I'm like, is he joking though? Because it, I don't think he at all can compare to Chris Brown's career. We shouldn't be comparing careers at all anyway. But if you wanted to, like, that's why I was thinking, like, I hope you're joking. Let another cigar. Another um, thing I noticed, um, well, Chris Brown said something about having ADHD, which I didn't know he had ADHD. I mean, I can guess. I, I can guess. Like, he's like the walking, what do you call it? The walking face of ADHD. That's pretty much his behavior. Not in a bad way, though. It's just like you could kind of guess that shit. Um, why was I bringing that up? I guess I was bringing it up to segue and the fact that he doesn't even only do music. We all know he dances. He's like a fucking quadruple threat. He sings, he dances, he raps. Um, what else? He acts. He draws awesome art. He reminds me of the male version of Gabby Hanna. Like, I know I bring Gabby Hanna up every five minutes, but he is the boy version of Gabby Hanna. Mind you, Gabby Hanna didn't do anything half as, you know, what would be considered bad as what he did. And she gets way more, way more shit. Like, their careers are 
they're not the same because Chris Brown musically is just exceptional. What I'm saying is the the position that their careers are based on who they are and their reputation really box them in. I wonder if that is happening because of them mentally. The reason why I say that is because nobody can cancel you. You can only cancel yourself. So if you're getting canceled, that means on some psychological level, there's an insecurity linked to that and you're canceling yourself, which is why you're getting canceled. But another person, like if they don't give a fuck, like whatever. Basically, what I'm trying to say is nobody can take away from you what God has given you. And in Gabby Hanna and Chris Brown's case it's a career it's a career based on their art on their talent and they got that honestly meaning they hustled their ass they did auditions they worked they developed their craft they did all the work to be where they are career-wise and nobody can take that from them nobody can take that from them like you can choose not to stream or listen to a single song but everyone won't like that's the whole thing about fans like that's why you have fans because you're not going to always be for everybody like everybody ain't gonna like you but that's the whole point is because you have your people your group of people that like you that support with you that support you that rock with you and you build on that community And they're kind of like the same way in that they they used to be like everyone everyone loved them to the media playing games and now the only time they mention them is for some negative shit some bullshit to where now they just kind of like recluse into their own community their own people which i'm back to chris brown after that 2009 scandal supposedly this is all just off of what i'm watching and and also interviews and documentaries supposedly he had to build his fan base back from scratch after that incident which how many people do you know can do it you know do it once cool but do it again imagine you make it in the industry only to have to do it again he's done it twice already he's done it twice so uh it's something about people like that that you just can't be fucking over because like people like that i mean i know whoever is listening to listening to this is probably like how are you linking chris brown and god but i'm gonna just say it people like that are backed and protected by god you can't fuck over those type of people especially when things meant to destroy them they come back from it bigger and better than ever At one point, him and Drake had a beef. Kind of silly beef. I wasn't even going to bring it up, but I thought about it again just now. And I'm like, eh, maybe I'll bring it up. It also will allow me to segue into another thing I was thinking about. I don't know what the beef was. Like, like I said, I wasn't around in pop culture during those times from 2015 to 2018. I was really focused on my own life. And then 2019 and 2020, I was halfway in, but also halfway focused on my own life. This is the most I've been really focused on outside things. So the beef, I don't really know the details. Apparently it was about a woman. We all can know who this, we all know who this woman is. I really don't think it was about a woman. I just think it's two different personalities. You know, Drake has this personality. 
Chris has his personality. They both both have Leo risings. Leo's a little bit of a conceited motherfucker. So they both got that Leo rising. Um Drake has what? A Scorpio sun, Cancer moon, and Chris Brown has a Taurus sun, Taurus moon. That's a little different. They're two different people. Although Taurus is a position, the opposite side of Scorpio. They share the line. They're like, you know how you go zero to 100? Well, if zero was Taurus, 100 would be Scorpio on that same line. What am I saying all this to say? Basically, that they're different. (laughs) They're different people. So I'm pretty sure that you know people with leo risings especially that's super conceited nah not super conceited but you know they care about their image a lot i'm sure they'll bump heads Ah! damn i literally burnt my eye with a cigar just now ow that's not gonna look pretty just straight burn my shit um luckily my eye was closed because i would have burned the white like just burn all my skin Oh, is that the gods telling me not to talk about Drake and Chris Brown? I don't know. But um, apparently they squashed the beef, did the song No Guidance together. And then uh, that was that. I was going to say something about that, though. That's why I brought up the beef. Oh, so, okay. They post, supposedly they had an altercation at a club. This is all old news. And this is all allegedly because I wasn't there. I wasn't even there to see it happen on the news when like bottles are flying or whatever. The thing I'm getting at is I think 50 Cent was doing an interview at either the Breakfast Club or Big Boy, one of the two. And they asked him about it. <clears throat> My question is, what, what is this a 50s business like what what would 50 cents business be like why do interviewers do that why do they do that why you you get somebody in you know you get a celebrity pretty cool guy person and the first thing they want to do is ask them about somebody else's business that's so stupid to me i hate when they do that that's why like i really love um my lane that i'm in but also when i do more and bigger projects when I am interviewing like actual artists and guests that are of a higher like a high caliber like I've already made the mental note like stick to them you know stick to them we don't need to talk about any other person's shit we can just stick to them but anyways they asked what he sent his opinion on Chris Brown and Drake's beef and he's saying his shit which if i was 50 i would have been like you know those are grown men and that's a grown men situation it has nothing to do with i so can we move on can you ask another question yada 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 but no he answers i don't he basically gives a generic answer so this is why i feel like a lot of people in the industry is fake because of that like i don't know if 50 is cool with either of them but like you also even if you are even if you aren't it's not your business to comment on but then for the breakfast club if it was the breakfast club or a big boy 
if it was for big boy like why would you guys like supposedly you guys are cool with drake supposedly you guys are cool with chris brown why would you even bring it up like you know there's so much more entertainment and topics of discussion than to bring up some petty beef that you supposedly cool like that's the thing they get these people on their show and they kiss their ass kiss their ass and you think that they're friends you think that they're cool cordial something just for them to turn around and and set up the scene to talk shit with somebody else on air what the hell type of shit is that like that's retarded that's retarded but they all do that you know and and big boy does it too he in the interview he did with chris brown like last year i think he 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 was like the way the vibe was i guess him and chris brown are friends but i wasn't getting that from the interview like I, i wasn't getting that to be a genuine thing I don't know it just gives me like I don't know I'm big boys and no shade to big boy but I get the vibe of being two-faced you know like Nori I feel like Nori's two-faced too like a lot of these people are two-faced because when the media is blowing up something they want to talk about it and talk about it but then when the person then they face their best their best friends their boys their we were talking about this remember remember you know like as if they they have a history outside of the show I don't know but that was the only reason why I brought up the Drake beef because I want to talk about how two-faced all of these uh, interviewers are because they they're very two-faced with their their thing like like if anybody you're gonna ask ask Chris Brown or Drake don't ask Fifty Cent that was weird to me like hella weird um but then also too we gotta stop bringing up that man's that man's uh history like that we just gotta stop because like it's a it's another thing too a compassion thing like we gotta have some compassion because like we want to crucify him for what he did in 2009 and or 2018 or whatever year pick anything you know what he did to good morning america like we always want to crucify him for what he did and uh it's not our place it's not our place we can hate his actions as much as we want but at the end of the day god is blessing him for some reason and on and on some level because he's still here and we have nothing we can't do nothing but respect that we can't do nothing but respect that and stop digging up old shit like that's why you can't manifest that's why you don't move forward in life because you're so busy running back to the past to bring up old shit you can never move forward in life as long as you bring in up old shit um which is also like i'm just i'm just bringing this up because and it's not only about 2009 it's just like chris brown's whole character it's like you guys glorify jeffrey dahmer to the point of creating a series multiple series because you guys talk about him i think there's already a movie about him he's in american horror story and then you also have like a netflix series dahmer like you guys glorify this murderer serial killing rapist not to mention he's also a car uh, uh um cannibal you glorify him but chris brown you want to shit on (laughs) okay okay that's it's just so odd how we pick and choose who is a good guy and who is a bad guy or who we want to deem a good guy like hollywood has kind of done or is kind of done with god and jesus anyway they glorify satan outwardly on purpose anyway so it's like how are you guys glorifying satan but you shitting out shitting on chris brown like that's kind of weird that's weird because like satan has done way worse stuff than chris brown what else can we talk about because we're coming to the end of this episode and I gotta go put some aquaphor on this blister on my eye that is deformed, is developing. 
because I burned my shit bad. Um, what can we say? What can we say? Well, there's really nothing else to say. Um, I think he's going to be like my new favorite artist for right now. Um, not for right now. I, I did an episode before and I was trying to figure out a top five and like just going back and looking at all Chris Brown's music videos and his interviews. I realized that he should actually be like in my top five, you know, up there with Drake and Nikki and Gabby Hanna and Pop Smoke. Like he should be up there because I listen to a lot of his music. That's just the thing, you know, the media them it does make you forget it does make you forget about people especially when they're on this negative train it it gives you a subconscious aversion to them so I've been like averted like not really invested as much just because in the media everything here is negative so you just assume you just kind of forget about somebody because especially if you're not into negative shit like that you just don't pay attention but then I started paying attention and um realize that there is more good to Chris Brown than there is bad and that's kind of like what promoted or prompted me to do this episode is because there's so much more good to him like there's so much more good to him good things about him than bad things and I want to go on record as being one of the people that outwardly says that and commends him in the beginning I was talking about his character types his characteristics of being like a Taurus sun and moon. And I was telling you that they are. Let's see. I forgot. Oh, uh, logical, practical, and stubborn and a realist. They make thoughtful decisions, strong willed, and they don't give in easily. That's the best thing that he could have been born as given his life, <laughs> you know, he did not give up um and I'm glad I'm glad you know I I hate to see people give up on their gifts give up on their talents over some hating ass shit people that are haters I didn't want to see you succeed in the beginning and uh yeah I'm just glad that he kept going and um now that I'm done sucking his dick no I'm kidding (laughs) But no, I just wanted to do an episode because Chris Brown is the GOAT. Chris Brown should have a lot more respect on his name than we give him. So hopefully the next generation, you know, the ones that weren't around in 2009 that don't know, hopefully we can stop bringing it up. Um, You know, hopefully he gets his clean slate with the newer generation and then he gets all the flowers and everything that's coming to him. He's going to get it anyway. And when he does, I'll I'll live. I'll be here to witness it. That'll be a great come. I, I in case you guys don't know, I am a sucker for the underdog. I love the underdogs. Like that's why I like Nikki, and that's why I like Drake too. Because Nikki was an underdog. No one believed in her, and everyone talked shit about her every chance they get. Um, same thing with Drake. He was an underdog. No one believed in him. Everyone takes takes shits and shots at him every chance they get. And um, they prove to me and everybody that they don't really need your validation. They're going to still win in life. 
and that's like I love love to see people like that I love to see stories like that that's why I like Gabby Hanna too because all the licks she done took and she is still putting her music out her art I just stand people like that so so much you know that's why it's a shame that Pop Smoke died which I think it was some shady shit Teddy Mellencamp I'm not gonna explain that but if you know you know but yeah, I, I love seeing real ones, real ones. And I'm glad Chris and Drake squashed their beef too, because they're two of my favorite people. And I think that they have the same type of qualities of a winner. Like they both have winner qualities. It's so hard to like dissect what I mean when I say winner, but I mean like a winner. Let me just leave it at that. They're both winners. And, you know, like, I feel like the winners, the reals, the running team, they should, they should, we should start linking up more often because the fakes are getting out of control. Like these fakes, they think they're running this shit. They think they're running the world. They think they're running America. And it's like time for the real ones to stand up and put them in their place. So that was, that was a lot. That was a rant. But that's kind of how I really do feel. Like these fakes are really getting out of control. They were getting real out of control. Like, they really starting to think, all right, this is a, another random topic. And I'm going to have to talk about it on another podcast episode because I don't have time. I'm completely out of time. I cannot go over an hour. So, Viva fam, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Show some love to Chris Brown. If you don't follow him on Instagram, go follow him on Instagram. If you have not listened to the Breezy album, go listen to it because there will be a Spotify episode coming out soon before the end of this year hopefully before his next release and we'll listen to it together listen to a few songs talk about the album talk about him some more um until then you know you can find me bossyprodaboots.co on instagram you can also access the viva life blog page through my instagram account you can follow me on tiktok i am dot bossy Prada boots and you can follow the viva la life podcast on tiktok and instagram at viva la life podcast and um that's it viva fam bye